Hello, and welcome to Flagrant Pod Season 3 Help Side, an advice-ish, column-ish podcast where we answer unreal questions from real-life fallers. I'm your host, Sierra, and someday, when my life has passed me by, I'll lay around and wonder why you were always there for me. It's Alex! Oh and we God. have an extra special guest. It's sentient sports drink, Andrew Stevens! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Oh my God, A little Sugar, sugar Ray reference me. to cuss- kick us off? <laughs> I sugar raid you. You just got sugar raid. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing so well. I am. Uh, I'm currently shopping around for uh, terrorism insurance quotes, which apparently is necessary when you have a business here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I especially thought it was necessary business. for any one person, but yeah. yes, businesses mm-hmm. especially, especially yeah. for mm-hmm. a business yeah. such as yours, which deals heavily in arms. Mm-hmm. Well, being being uh, uh, we're, we're trying to sort of be a local arms dealer, kind of like a boutique mm-hmm. arms dealer. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, all yeah. of those, the, the Northrop Grunman's um, and and those of the world, the Lockheed Martins, you know, those are kind mm-hmm. of just like the Starbucks of arms dealers. And we're trying to make mm-hmm. a little bit more of a, a hand press local. Yeah, yeah, a small batch arms dealer. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I was going to say locally sourced, <laughs> kind of made to order type deals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good stuff. It. Let me know how that goes because I'll definitely. I'm obviously, I'm obviously myself in the market for terrorism insurance or whatever you said. Of course, um, and yeah. it's normal. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If anyone's not looking at, I don't know where we publish this uh, social media. Andrew's got a hundred water coolers behind him, and it's maybe this is maybe one of the more beautiful backdrops we've seen for a podcast. Yes, it's and it's a real one. It's not just a and photo. it's real. Very it is uh it, it is one of the, the worst purchases i've ever made it's it, <laughs> okay. it, 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 you know we're, we're we're we'll see we'll see but man it every person that walks by they're like oh those coolers are so good oh my god i love the exposed brick wall behind it and i'm like oh well <laughs> i cer- <laughs> certainly wish that uh before i took an item line out of my taxes for uh beverage receptacles <laughs> i might have consulted some people yeah, we well, paved paradise and put up a parking lot. And I, I did. This is did. this is my parking lot right here. Are they filled <laughs> this with is my litter F2 or something at least? Well, so what we were thinking is doing like a Russian roulette style game one time where mm-hmm. we fill one of the coolers with something and leave the other 31 blank and you like buy a ticket or whatever and you go press one and if it if something leaves the cooler then you get to take that cooler home with you i don't know but i don't know what who would want it's got to be fleshed out though because it's like okay well you now have to bring home this half empty cooler of full of every clear this is your (laughs) yeah this is your maybe they just get to take home an empty one maybe that's okay okay that yeah that it's really funny because for the coffee bar for those that don't know um we I live in New Orleans. We're opening up a little coffee shop production studio event space. Mm-hmm. Um, and my business partner bought the little water because you have to have free water for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he bought like a stainless steel. He's like, oh, I got like our water jug stainless. And I was like, you fucking it, what? Why are we even here? What if we're not going to serve the free water out of the goddamn? We have too many of them. <laughs> You literally oh are God, like he... drowning in big orange <laughs> water coolers. That's great. Yeah. That's incredible. That's good stuff. Got... Well, everybody go visit Andrew and um, I don't know, take his water coolers from him. On and please remind us please. of the address because it's lovely. Oh yeah. Oh, we we are at the corner of Magazine Street and Toledano Street. So one day. All of our lo- lovely flagrant people and our lovely Toledano family, CJ Toledano <laughs> and Megan Gailey, they will the uh, make it down here. Friends yes, of the pod, we're we shake can all. Hands. We... Mm-hmm. Three way out- shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> doing, doing business. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. That's such uh, a funny, man. funny little coincidence that that's where you guys moved in. Um, well, I'm glad to have you here because we have some freaking questions. We got some stuff to talk about. Um, but first, we have an important piece of housekeeping here. We got a new blog written by our dog, Alex. Oh, my God. I <gasps> am a dog so with a good. blog. She's a dog Thanks. with a blog. She wrote, Alex, you want to talk a little bit about what you wrote about? Oh, she's panting. Okay. No, that wasn't me. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What did I write about? <laughs> Ashton was like, do you want to write for Women's History Month? And I was like, sure. I'm going to write about my dad. 
<laughs> she's like that's perfect that's exactly because behind every strong woman is a man yeah yep. um so yeah i basically wrote about my experience like with basketball and sort of how that started in my life and how i got to where i am but it's very like truncated and um centered around my dad's uh role in that so it was kind of a little emo piece i texted it to him this morning and i knew he was going to get emo about it too he's like not fair of you to make me cry i was like it was very sweet it's a very sweet piece you can read it at playgroupmag.com slash blog yeah slash blog um yeah i highly recommend it other than that you guys kind of know the drill it flagrant issue five is out it's been out if you haven't gotten it i guess it's not too late it's too late to be like one of the first people to get it but people are receiving them in their home wait did i tell y'all what did i tell y'all what happened when i placed the order for mine no <laughs> so i'm so i'm checking out on the website i hit the order and when i tell you within two seconds of me hitting checkout I have an email from Capital One and a simultaneous, my phone is ringing from an 800 number. And I look at the email and answer the phone at the same time. And they're like, this is the Capital One fraud claims division. Like we're checking a suspicious purchase from your card. And I was like, how on a $30 purchase of something that I have bought from five, six, 10 other things from the website for. And I was like, I spent, I, I looked at it, I spent 18 minutes on the phone with Capital One customer support. I had to, they were like, are these the last three purchases you've made? Have you, are these the last two residences you've been at? I've never had to do anything like that, but y'all's ma- magazine is so powerful <gasps> that it will crash all of Capital One's fraud division. Oh that my God. So we've mm-hmm. not, we've never Immense. said this before, but that has always been our goal. So we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, amazing. We're sorry That's you had to go through that. Game. Thanks for sticking through and yeah. buying it and anyways. You know, as someone who knows money and loves money and knows how it works and thinks it's mm-hmm. definitely real, I love talking to Capital One. <laughs> yeah. Capital sorry One's that fraud. if you buy issue five, <laughs> you're gonna be put on a no fly list, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. As you crack it yeah. open. Good stuff. Yeah, once you see some of that design, you'll be like, Oh, this is worth it. Capital One, I don't know what their fraud department's up to because every month my landlord's like 800 years old so i have to write like a physical check and mail it for a check or for our rent every month and every month i get a text message from capital one that says suspicious check cashed for and then it's my rent total was this you and i'm like was this me sending in the same check that i've been sending in every single month since july of last year yeah it it is me thank you for checking though capital one you guys keep up many suspicious Many suspicious purchases are often at the first of the month for an even amount of money. That's often like a very <laughs> suspicious charge. Yeah. Yeah, Always a yeah. check cashed by the same adult man mm-hmm. for the exact same amount of money. Um, so they're, oh, you know, man. modern American heroes, those Capital One thank frauds you for department. Um, thank you for your service. We salute you, Capital One. Okay, are we ready to get into our letters for today? Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. All right. The first one reads, Dear Babby, I had a plan. We were going to make it big. I traded for all the right players. I tied up all the loose ends. And what happens? My body fails me. Now what? What do I do? Who will be there at the end of the season, if not me? Signed, Washed, King. You guys, RIP and peace, wow. the Lakers' dreams of making the play-in tournament. Ugh, yeah. I think. I mean... What do we got right now? Oh, so the Lakers are currently oh no. 11th place. Yeah. Oh, we are all we're oh. the three saddest people about this. For sure. What are we What are we gonna do if they accidentally get the number one pick and then have to give it to the New Orleans Pelicans because of their bad trade four years oh, ago? Is that, oh, no. Is that the case? Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. We own the oh. pick swap with them this year. So if they if they drop out of the playoff, we we basically get to swap picks with them this year. So we get the higher of our pick and their pick. Oh, Andrew, congratulations! Incredible! Wow, I had no idea. That's so exciting. They currently sit eleventh place. Um, they did win their last game, but as it as it came out of the All Star break, you know they made they made some what and I hate to admit it, good trades dur- uh, mm. during that trade period um but coming out of the all-star break it was like hey these guys might be doing g- very good uh the guys they got out of minnesota Delo, vanderbilt one other i don't remember who uh i really liked i watch a lot of minnesota timberwolves so i was rooting for them and now lebron james is out indefinitely with a foot injury 
I don't know. AD is still playing kind of out of his mind. I don't know <laughs> that the Lakers are going to be able to kind of sneak in there without him. And even if they do, um, let's see, they would have to they'd have to pass the Pelicans, which boo boo. We don't want them to do that. They'd have to pass the Pelicans, yeah. and then they'd match up against who would it be? The Wolves or Jazz or Mavericks? I don't know how the play-in tournament works. I actually never really figured it out. I don't think I do either, it's, to be honest. So seven and eight play each other, and whoever okay. wins that game gets the seven seed, and then nine and ten play each other, and whoever loses that is eliminated, and then the loser of the seven and eight game and the winner of the nine and ten game play one another, and whoever wins that game gets the eight seed. It's the it's like the that logical way, way you would do it. it I... It's it. It's like the normal way if you were like a a, a, a multi billion dollar league would operate, right? Like a like a yeah. easy easy to digest way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. that's so much more complicated than I thought it was. No wonder I was like, I should probably know this. I like, I this is something I should figure out. No, that is that is crazy. So, as it stands right now, it would be Mavericks Timberwolves playing each other, and then it would be Jazz Pelicans. If the Lakers were to get in there, it would be Lakers. Jazz or Lakers Pelican. It would be some combination of that. AD is great. I don't know necessarily that I trust those Lakers to beat any anyone necessarily in that group. Um, and also, who knows what's going to happen. Um, the Western Conference standings are packed so tight. So it's like all within everybody. Here's everybody that is within 10 to 30 we'll say 13 games back from first place nuggets. No one's really touching the nuggets, Grizzlies or Kings right now, but then it's Suns, a game and a half behind them. The warriors tied with the warriors is the Clippers. And then half a game back, the Mavericks half a game back, the Timberwolves half a game back, the jazz tied with them is the Pelicans that the warriors were in the play in tournament, like two games ago. And now we're in fifth place. The West is absolutely unreal. It's making me sick because I'm the Blazers, gl- you didn't even mention them once. You didn't yeah, well, the Blazers once. are right there, too. They're 14 <laughs> well, and a half games well, back. No, we weren't, we, we weren't talking about tanking teams. Um, <laughs> no. Whoa. No. Uh-oh. No, that's no, not. It's, it's okay because, well, no, it's okay. Un- unfortunately, the Pelicans and the Blazers played last night, and that had to determine the who is who is going to the Western Conference Finals and who is tanking. If if the the fortunes would have been reversed, we would have been forced to tank. It just it's the way it would have happened. But I'm glad I'm glad we played last or I'm glad we won last night only because I only checked the stat. Like I'm I'm like a toddler in that like if there's anything bad that I could see in the standings or if it isn't as good as last time, I just won't look at it. And so like we've been on a losing streak and it was the All Star game. And so like before last night, I don't think I'd looked at the standings in like three weeks. I'm like I. Who even who needs the most amount of wins, anyways? I mean, isn't right. it about the, the vibe of the team? Isn't mm-hmm. it about the long term? Isn't no? But we're apparently in tenth right now. That's Talking wild. about yeah. Speaking of long term vibes, did you guys know the Rockets are in an eleven game losing streak? Oh, <laughs> woof! No, I had yeah. no idea. But Harden's yeah. not on that team, so I don't really pay attention to them. No, really. they don't have so many. They don't have so many players on their team. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> Not yet. They could have one really big one. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are in 11th, and then half a game back for them are the Portland Snail Clazers. Literally, who knows what's going to happen. I was wondering if you guys wanted to do a little exercise with me. Um, I made a TikTok about this subject. I do TikToks. It's not a big deal. We don't have to talk about it. But (laughs) I made a TikTok about this subject where I basically went through a handful of the teams in the whole NBA, but we're just going to focus on Western Conference. Um, and I decided if they were real or not real. So you guys want to play a little game of real or not real with me? Yeah. Love this. Awesome. In first place, five games up on the second place team, we have the Denver Nuggets. I am going to say real for the Denver Nuggets. Not very exciting. Not very fun. I like Jokic. I think they're real. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, they're real. I, they are kind of boring, but they're real. I was, she beat me to boring. It's, <laughs> it is, they are certainly a team that exists. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they're probably the most boring. I mean, the Western Conference is just kind of consistently the most exciting conference, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's so much movement. 
and the teams are interesting, there's someone on the team that you're like, yeah, that's not it for me for the Nuggets. <laughs> uh, am, am I, I don't know. <laughs> am, I a, am I a bad guy to say that I just – Jamal Murray, ain't, he's just not my guy. I just – I yeah. At no, at no point in, I think he's good, but at no mm-hmm. point in his career have I ever been like, that's someone that I find either particularly like interesting off the court or like absurdly good on the court. Like it's even, even the guy like Donovan Mitchell, where it's like kind of boring, kind of cop energy, kind of in Utah. There's just a little, like there's a little <laughs> substance there. I feel like that even like uh, we, we've never seen with Jamal Murray. It just feels yeah. like the Nuggets are like a blue collar team. They put their head down. They get to work. They win their games. Mm-hmm. They're not exciting. They There's have no outside drama. They are anti-vaxxers. Uh, they have questionable <laughs> opinions about that. Michael Porter Jr. is on the team. It's yeah. they got it all. Yeah, they do they have really a Michael do. Porter Jr. and I I respect their grind, but I don't have to like it. You know, but I'm gonna say it's real. They're good. Whatever. Yeah. You They're acknowledge five games it. Up. They're good. They're mm-hmm. five games. I can't wait for them to lose in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> the thing, though, is like I believe in my Warriors' ability to beat them in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so maybe they're not real. I don't know. I'm gonna say real. I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> number two, five games back from first place, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm gonna stick with what I said in my TikTok. Again, I make TikToks. It's not a big deal. Um, frauds. I don't think. I don't know. Frauds. I don't. I don't believe in it. I'm just trying to think of like how many Grizzlies games I've really watched. Not that many, to be honest. And I think a lot of the ones I was watching, John Morant wasn't even playing. So it's hard for me to understand that team. Just see John Morant, like beat up a a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, There's also that. And potentially maybe also like a grocery store clerk. And there was also the laser pointer situation. I just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not the right person to be saying this, but like, John Morant, you're worth half a billion dollars. Stop beating up kids. Like that's, I don't know. I just. (laughs) That you should not have said that, Andrew. That is way out of line. I cannot believe you would judge someone for beating up a child. Um, Someone someone said they were like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Well, uh, one of my buddies was saying they were like, once once the NBA realizes that John Morant just wants to be King Bond, they will understand his world a lot more. It's just he's he is the most quintessential athletes want to be rappers, rappers want to be athletes type guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I was watching I don't remember whose podcast it was on, but Matt Barnes and I think it who was it? It was another He does uh, one with he does all the smoke with um Steven Jackson. Steve, yeah, I was I was like, is another Warriors player? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm blanking. Those two were on. I th- I feel like they gave a really good perspective because it was those are like two dudes who had a lot of shit going on when they were in the league. Like Matt Barnes has my all time favorite quote: "Violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is." But they were basically <laughs> like, "Listen, as you like progress through the league and you start like getting bigger in your game and like uh, as a result bigger in your money, you gotta tighten your circle and you gotta kind of cut off the these fringe people that like." whether or not he's the one instigating these things and like whether or not he's the one that's pointing a laser pointer you can't have people around you who are doing that Mm -hmm. um and like i don't know what his deal is like i can't i can't speak on it um i really obviously can't speak on any kind of experience but it's like you you've got you've got you've got the money you like you've got the star power like nike wants you to be the guy Mm-hmm. You just gotta. You just gotta. I was about it. to say, or, or you cannot have a Nike deal. Like you can yeah. shine all the laser. You're good enough as an NBA player. <laughs> if you want to say fuck endorsements, you can go shine all the laser pointers and then intimidate all the children that you want. <laughs> but Sprite's not calling if that happens. You can you can be a a newly opened blockbuster video if you want to and fucking beam yes. that shit into the sky. But you're not gonna yes. be in the Gatorade commercials, mm-hmm. yeah. in the sports drink commercials. Yeah, in the sports oh, drink you know. commercials. When those happen. You know. Um, but yeah, uh, but that kind of stuff, you know, right now everything with like the most recent stuff is like alleged and we like, you know, it's police reports. We don't know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. That stuff has to be permeating in the locker room, right? It cannot be, I can't imagine it's like 
a chill situation if you're like a Memphis Grizzlies role player and the dude on your team who's like getting paid the most money getting the most minutes is like supposed to be leader is like even getting accused of like beating up a fucking teenager right that's gotta shake the locker room and then what they get to like the second round of the playoffs and it's like who's gonna win this Memphis Grizzlies team that perhaps has a little bit more talent than their opponent or like their opponent that doesn't have a bunch of bullshit going on in the locker room right I don't know and I guess the question is like yeah it's just a question of like how do the other guys feel like what else has been said about it has jaw like talked to them is it really permeating or are people like trying to like be like well we don't want to know about that we're gonna pretend that's not happening over there (laughs) and from like a basketball perspective I'm always they were kind of the same way last year I'm always wary of teams that are like in the playoffs they're like very high energy generate a lot of turnovers get out and run fast break because just like it's a way to win games and it's a way to pick up games where it's like your teams are on back-to-backs traveling like sometimes just having energy in a game is a way that you win the game but there's everyone has energy in the playoffs everyone has rest during the playoffs like shit slows down and like experience does actually matter and so i think that that's where like from a basketball fraudulence perspective they just don't play like the brand of basketball that seems like it's going to be sustained like I'm just concerned with John Morant being able to like generate very, very quality looks in the half court, like when the playoffs happen. It happened last year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing is like, show me, you know, last year, obviously I was it last year that we faced the Warriors faced the Grizzlies and like John Morant was hurt. And yeah, that's like a whole Mm -hmm. thing, but it's like, show me the success and then I'll believe in it. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Team number three. Sitting at seven games back of first place, uh, therefore two games behind the Grizzlies. It's the Sacramento Kings, and I want the Kings to be real, and so to me, they are very real. I am so happy that Sacramento is getting its moment. I love them. I mean, how could it not be real? It hasn't happened in, like, decades that they've won this many games. Is that right? Yeah, they they're like, on a yeah. sure they're on a decade long like over a decade playoff drought. It might be mul- it, yeah. I was about to say it might be like 16 20 year. I mean, they went in yeah. whatever the year was the the um Tim Donaghy sort of no call era like with that oh, that yeah. against the Lakers. Um that was like 2001. They that might have been the last time they went to the playoffs. I'm trying to see. Um, Katie Heindel, friend of the podcast and world's uh, greatest sports writer, just wrote a piece about the Kings for Gaming Society. Um, I highly recommend anybody going to read it because I was already in. I was like in on the Kings vibe wise. Just like I like like the beam. I like the players they have. I think it's. I always think it's fun when like a team that has historically been a punching bag is doing well. But then she wrote a piece on it. And, like, talked about how she, like, went around the team early in the season. And she was like, these guys believe it. They, like, they believe in themselves. And they think they can do it. And it's like, that's all I need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so They're I'm fun- really I mean, in on I, that. I, the o- I was talking about this last night in that the only reason I respect the Kings is they drafted Keegan Murray. And what I mean by that is they traded Tyrese Halliburton last year in a move that is probably still the wrong move. And I mean, Halliburton's amazing. He's going to be an all NBA player this year. It it probably, but if their internal strategy is we have De'Aaron Fox, Halliburton's redundant. We have to have somebody else that will come and compliment him. I do understand getting Sabonis. And then at least when they had the fourth pick this year, everybody thought they were going to take Jaden Ivey. And then they took Keegan Murray. Had they taken Jaden mm-hmm. Ivey, it would have been another, like, Jaden Ivey is a great player. I think he's going to be awesome. But it's like you traded a young guard with a ton of potential to draft somebody in his exact same position. And so it's like I at least see the vision of what they're trying to build, and they want an elite offense. And, like, mm-hmm. I do think it is important for small market teams to also be fun. Like, it's like the Knicks, like, they play the most boring brand of basketball – but they're in New York, and so all they have to do is win, and people won't mind. Like we were talking about the, the the Nuggets earlier, where it's like Jokic is super fun and like 
unbelievably talented, but they don't really play fun brand of basketball. I, and I think that that's probably why like they are just viewed as boring. And so like the Kings are, I think, good and fun. I think yeah. the Nuggets also, now that you bring that up, sometimes the team really is a reflection of their fan base and Denver is just a lame basketball city. They're not about it. It is a mayonnaise sandwich of a city. <laughs> oh my. Maybe the city itself is, is fine in its own right, but it's like they're not obsessed with basketball, even though their team's amazing. It's like it's mm-hmm. football, you know? So it's like uh, that could be a big reason why they're boring too is because I don't hear anything from their fans at, at yeah. all. Am I, am I allowed to sh- – Am I allowed to shit on Denver? It's just y'all are freaking oh, y'all are okay. Okay, Mountain Time, Austin. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your town oh, has craft okay, nosebleed, Austin. Yeah, your town has craft breweries and gentrification. Get in line, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've yeah. been here for years. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good point, though. That's a nice thing about the Kings too. Is they don't Sacramento doesn't have any other sports teams not even fucking mm-hmm. close <laughs> um and so i mean they used to have the monarchs obviously but um no mm-hmm. longer um but i'm just i'm very in on the kings i think they're real because they want to be real and i want them to be real and also i like mike brown i think mike brown um was an underrated pickup for them as a head coach they kind of this is luke walton was with the kings too right i know he was with the lakers was he with the kings for a second i think he was uh, that sounds mm-hmm. familiar yeah, this yeah, he, is... he was because I think he was with the Warriors assistant and then Lakers and then, yeah, but yeah, they, they got him out of there. So this is their redemption, I think, for picking up Warriors assistants as their head coach because Mike Brown, uh, instrumental in the Warriors winning some championships and like he got in there and immediately started like implementing, you know, some of the same shit. Uh, I highly recommend reading Katie's piece because, you know, I'm basically just like parodying everything she said, but um because she's so good at riding but i yeah. i love the kings and they're real to me light the beam baby um okay we can we can go a little faster through some of these next ones the suns if kevin durant's healthy and playing any team with him is real to me the nets were weird as shit but i think the suns are real <laughs> yeah to i me. mean oh the, yeah the suns have had they a scared the shit out of me yeah, yeah yeah but they're they're very strong um next we have the warriors obviously i'm biased until the warriors show me that they're not going to be winning anymore i'm believing in the warriors i didn't think they were going to win the championship last year at the beginning of the year and then they did i don't necessarily again you know steph's hurt is a whole thing i don't i'm not necessarily seeing like rings in our future but uh, for playoff success i'm going to say real you can disagree with me if you want i won't even be so mad about it i mean Honestly, it's been kind of nice. I haven't had to think about them for a while, so yeah. I don't really, I don't even know what to say. I mean, they did come back and rip no, us. No, Alex, asshole. start thinking. Start thinking about them. They want to be under the radar. If we start talking about them a bunch, oh. you know, I think, I think that they're they're benefiting right now. They're like, no, 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 Steph's <laughs> hurt. Like, oh my God, we're poor little poor little sad babies. Oh, yeah. What are we gonna do? How are we even gonna make the play? How are we gonna do it? And then they're gonna come in and they're gonna be like the eight seed and beat the uh, the Nuggets in round one. And so I I You're right. I the Warriors. I think the Warriors. If we really start hyping them up, be like, no, the four championships. Like, no, no, they got like we we got to start gassing up. St- Steph, third best player all time. Clay Thompson, is he back? I this is the pressure they need to succumb to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's create the pressure. Let's create the hype. Mm-hmm. Let's make them realize okay. everyone is watching them. Actually, yeah, historically mm-hmm. that has back to back. Well, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it actually is a good segue into the next one, which is the Clippers, which is. I have show me postseason success. Like when I see it, then I will believe it. As opposed to the Warriors, where it's like when I when I see failure, I'll believe it. When I see success for the Warrior or for the Clippers, I'll believe it. I've never seen it. To me, they are frauds. Still, that's because you've never seen them play a game. Didn't we talk about this in one oh, of yeah. our last podcasts? We're like, <laughs> have they played any games this season? We haven't seen one Clippers no. game. <laughs> Not even against the Blazers. I don't think I've seen a mm-hmm. fucking Clippers game. What is the deal with that? Just a complete. What's the deal uh, with the Los Angeles uh, Clippers? 
You could convince a lot of people that really don't follow the NBA closely that the Clippers don't actually exist, I think. Yeah, they folded last year. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I think you could be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, yeah, they were over from San Diego, but yeah, they hadn't been around since like 2013 or something. And I think you could just totally, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, damn, I do remember a couple of players on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them, there you go. When Elton Brand got out, they're done. They, yeah. Frauds to me. Um, Dallas Mavericks. Frauds. I'm saying it. I'm calling God, it. the Sorry. vibes are so fucked on that team. I. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to give a preemptive, I apologize, Marie, from our Discord. I know you don't want to hear this. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. But the Mavericks are The frauds. Mavs were so sick in the ni- in the early 2000s. Like, even when they were, like, beating the Blazers and they were, like, they were a problem or whatever. I loved that old Mavericks team. But ever since, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Luca is like, I'm really trying. I have this problem where new, really good players, I'm like averse to them. I'm like, ew, everything's easy for you. And it sucks. It's like a bad, it's a bad mindset to have. So I'm trying not to have that about Luca. But then I watch him play and I'm like, you're so annoying to watch and now they have Kyrie on there, which is just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, who else? Is there anybody else more annoying than those two? I really don't know. So it's like, I didn't, I'm not rooting for their success at all. I feel like Mark Cuban's the most likable guy in the arena at any given Dangerous. time, which is an insane thing to say. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. I, this is, I don't even know who I'm stealing this from, but uh, this is bit stealing. Someone said that, Kyrie's brand of like Hotep anti-Semitism and Luca's brand of like Eastern European anti-Semitism combining in Dallas could be volatile. Oh my God. Um, I got a, I got a bad take though. I got a bad take. I think they're very real. Um, I'm never, I think Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA and I think that they're very real. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, he's fair. fucking amazing. That's Luca the part, rules. That's I, the part that sucks. I, I, that's the thing. I, I agree. I still don't think best, the Mavs are real. Really? Best player in this. I'm just. Ne- I never write out best player in a series in the playoffs because things are so stupid. But they're also like one. It's not even like a Luca injury away. They're a Luca like tweaked hamstring away from like irrelevance i mean like no. they were fine in yeah. in round one with brunson last year but like they don't now they traded all that depth with Kyrie, and so like even if it's yeah. if it's Kyrie and christian what if, if luca misses i mean even 15 minutes in a game they're screwed yeah well that's kind of the question then Does, are they still a real team then if luca's propping them up that much like can you say it's like a real team like he's good but no it's probably more like it's all like it, it it feels like late era second time around Cleveland LeBron where it's like okay. it's it that that's what it feels like to me where it's like in those eras it, I was like I'm not betting on the Cavs but I'm also if you're like LeBron's going to the finals I'm like oh sure he of course yeah. he is mm-hmm. okay I like that comparison I like that um yeah all right um That brings us to current eighth in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who I love. If Carl Anthony Towns can't get back for the playoffs, I think it's no question that the Timberwolves can't do it. I love Anthony Edwards. I think he's a great player, but they don't have the depth. Um, And honestly, I haven't seen them play with Cat enough to make a judgment call here. Wait, you're talking about Anthony Edwards, the best player in the league. He is the best player in the league. He said okay, so. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Are you're also ta- you you're mentioning future Portland Trailblazer Carl Anthony Towns as well? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, fuck it. I don't give a shit oh, yeah. anymore. I do I not know. care who comes to to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, no, da- Damian Lillard is. He's 175 years old. He averages 175 points a game. You got to get him some help. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cat in Portland would be kind of a delicious little experiment. Him and Dame together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of like. There's it. like talk of that among like Blazers Twitter people that I'm friends with, like, well, and just everybody. Carl Anthony yeah. Towns or Joel Embiid. We just we want like some type of big guy. We just want a big guy. You just want a big guy. What, a big can, guy. Can, can I interest you in a 13 foot water cooler? 
<laughs> um, how is he on the uh, pick and roll? Uh, I, I don't play 82, 82 DNPs. That's what I will provide. <laughs> coach, coach, DNP, active, water though, cooler. Their coaches, their coaches' decisions. Yes, yes. DNPWC. <laughs> That's good. That's uh, good. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm not going to say I'm not. Okay. That's good. I like that. Um, that brings us to the uh, la- the last two teams that would make the play in tournament are the Jazz and the Pelicans. Jazz do not interest me even a little bit. The Pelicans feels like maybe somebody in this conversation might have some opinions. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> no. You can't you can't kill me because I'm dead. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, totally. That's the best I, position to I be don't. in. No, there. It's the issue is it's the a very good team when healthy. They were the mm-hmm. one seed when they were healthy, and then I, it seemed like uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson uh, got into a car wreck with each other without cars, um, mm-hmm. and they, both of their bodies are actively revolting against one another. And so um, I, I have no idea what to think about the Pelicans because I think what's going to happen is they are going to like kind of fall out of the play in be very very middling right now or maybe stay around like the 10 seed and then zion's going to come back with like eight games left in the season and it's going to be too late and then we are going to either play and lose in the play in or get some absurd like we're going to have to play the nuggets or the grizzlies in the first round or something like that and so i mean it wouldn't be the end of the world because i there isn't a team in the west when the pelicans are fully healthy that i will like confidently say scares me like I, I we could lose i mean we could lose to anybody but if you told me that we like i mean we beat we beat denver by 25 when zion was healthy and the nuggets mm-hmm. were fully healthy and so i i don't know what's gonna happen. zion is so good he's like the fourth best player in the nba when he's healthy and mm-hmm. uh, people don't want to hear that but it's like the the man is unstoppable yeah. The only thing that can stop him is his left foot and his right foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very fast. Right to foot, watch. two stomps. It's such a bummer. Right foot, two, two stomps. stomps. Hands on mm-hmm. your knees, you know? Hands on your knees. Yeah. So fucking true. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't want to possess me there. Oh, shit. Um, am, I, am I throwing ass for the Pelicans now? You are. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everybody get in line. We're doing the frigging cha cha slide for the Pelicans. Um. Okay. That kind of wraps up the play uh the teams as they stand right now um thank you for playing real or not real with me you guys um we kind of so the the, to circle back to our question here the question was who will be there at the end of the season if not me we kind of answered that with our real or not real if the person who wrote this mr washed king wants to go back and listen to the whole thing and kind of just draw your own conclusions from there um yeah i'm sure he will sorry i'm sure he will i'm sure he'll listen um because that brings us to our next question this one reads, oh my, uh, Andrew, are you interested in reading this one? Because it maybe has something to do with things that you know a lot about, but sure. I can read it if you want, but you can read it if you want. Sure, I'll read it. Let's, okay. um, so this is, this is a gra- uh, addressed to uh, Brandon Xavier Ingram. Dear um, Brandon. Is that his real middle name? Mm-hmm. It's a cool name. That is a oh, cool name. Cool. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Also, and I think he pronounces it, Xavier, not Xavier, which I really like. I like oh, the, the hard yeah. X pronunciation. Yeah. yeah, espresso vibes. Espresso. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm learning. I'm learning way too much about coffee. I hate that. Did you know? Okay, <laughs> we can I hit you with a fun fact before this letter? Did you yes. know that apparently coffee house or coffee cafe employees they don't drink as much coffee because you absorb it into your skin when you deal with coffee. And somebody that we are hiring here, they work at a different coffee shop and they said that they had a panic attack the other day because they had to wipe up cold brew concentrate and it absorbed into their skin. And it like they had already had caffeine that day and it upstarted their heart. I was like, okay, good to know. Good to know. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a coffee shop and I didn't know that. If you don't want to drink it, you just, just shove your hand in a thing of cold brew and you'll get nice and zooted well, up i used don't to talk to me before uh, i soaked my hands in coffee <laughs> i used to have a coffee scrub i wonder if that was fucking me up too like a body scrub that was oh. coffee grounds oh wow 
Maybe. Fuck. Seems... You were literally made Maybe having on... caffeine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to test every this theory. Thank you for that fact. Yeah. Good fun fact, Andrew. All right. The uh-huh. letter. Okay. Uh, dear Brandon Ingram, how dare you? How dare you be so good at basketball that when you get injured, you incite civil war level violence amongst people in the 504 area code? Have you considered getting an old timey garden tool to self amputate your hurt big toe and have that big toe replaced with a portion of flubber from the 1997 film classic movie <laughs> flubber? That wow. I don't know. Wow. Alex, Whoever I knew wrote the flubber this has thought this through. I knew the Mm Flubber reference was coming, and I was like, I think Alex is really going to like that. (laughs) I love Mm -hmm. that movie. Come on. I saw it in the theaters. So, Andrew, what exactly is wrong with Brandon Ingram right now? What's his deal? The problem is when he's healthy, he's too freaking good, and Mm -hmm. he's too likable. And, no, there's (laughs) just this weird – there's this weird – I – so – um the friends of the pods the airbuds pod are our good buddies jamel and mm-hmm. peter and mike um they did something at the beginning of the season where they got y'all might have done them for y'all's teams but they did like a one minute video preview from one fan of each team and yeah, so i, did I one think i'm one of yeah the, i'm one of 14 pelicans on earth fans on earth and so <laughs> um i i did it for the pelicans and my whole thing was like I am not looking forward to this season because we have expectations and like Paul George got COVID the day of the play in game. And then we lost to the Suns in the playoffs. And the only reason that series was close is because Devin Booker got injured. And so like, Mm -hmm. it was a very fun season last year, but it was also a team that was the 10 seed that, um, one, they went 36 and 46. And so my issue with the team is, this entire media sort of apparatus that has been building in new Orleans. Now, now that there is a good or a team, a team that should be good here. Like we are the only team in the history of the NBA to never make the conference finals. We have not, we have not played a conference finals game in, in the history of our franchise. And now we have a bunch of people that are like angry that we're like the seven seed sometimes. And it's like we, yeah. it. I'm I'm just basically regurgitating what I said on their video. But it takes 16 games to win an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. We have won 22 playoff games in our franchise's history. Damn, yikes! We've wow. been around like 22 years now, and so it is just not a like the level of expectation. And so essentially, Brandon Ingram he got hurt. I mean, it's annoying that he misses like. 30 games a season but he got hurt and he comes back and he's playing really really well but every single time he has a mild slip Brandon Ingram sucks we got to get him out of here we got to get a reliable superstar and it's like we're the smallest market in the NBA the worst team ever and like a top 30 player has like embraced the city signed Mm -hmm. a contract without a player option wants to be here loves the people here and every time he like gets hurt nothing of his own fault everyone's like so that's maybe he should maybe maybe he should take the flubber method he'd never get hurt (laughs) if he cut off his he didn't need flubber last night he was beating our fucking ass i was at that game too and i was just like oh my god it got worse and worse and worse being there in person sucked but he uh i i call myself a boomer when i watch brandon ingram because like normally i'm like swing the ball around get a paint touch like collapse on the big kick it out to shooters and when ingram was playing i'm just like his ass, B. I. His ass. <laughs> so that's he really just that's he turns stuff. me into i just want hoopers he brandon ingram's a hooper yeah he is a 100%. hooper yeah, the Pelicans seem so. so fun, and I want them to be held. The, the Pelicans are, you know, kind of fall into that same category as the Kings for me, where it's like I, I want them to be good. Like if the Warriors aren't going to win, I'd love for a team like the Pelicans or the Kings or like the Blazers to be good. The Blazers have had mm-hmm. more success than those other two teams. No offense, Andrew, but you know what I mean. It's like oh, uh, the, the Pelicans have fun vibes, yeah. and I want Zion to be good. I love these players who are just like insane freaks of nature. Like I was so sad when Chet Holmgren got hurt because I want people like that to be good. And I want them to prove 
that these people can be built like they're not supposed to be built and they can still be successful basketball players, basketball players. Um, well, like, what would just the like, league be like if everyone was at their peak health? If every know, player on every God. team was healthy? Like, how amazing could the league be? It would be yeah. like we're all on drugs if everybody was maybe, playing. Maybe we should get them all on drugs. Human growth yeah. hormone. Keep them, keep them healthy. I mean, That's a good they idea. need to do that thing where like the players go overseas and they like put their cells in like a centrifuge and like <laughs> spin them around and then put them back in their body. That yeah. shit's crazy. Get that going. What are we, you blood. You're talking about blood. Yeah, yeah. We need we need way more blood doping in basketball. I don't know if it would help, but it seems like all funny. of those crazy like Tour de France athletes like they're onto something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they blood tested uh, Damian Lillard after a 71 point game. The other night, he's dorks. like, "That's hasn't happened." I think it's so funny. I think it's so funny how that happens when, like, they'll they'll drug test somebody after a good game because it's like, what what do you think? Like, what do you think happened? Because usually, like, in the three games before some of these seventy point games, they'll have like a stinker of a game. I mean, it happens to all even good NBA players, and so it's mm-hmm. like. Adam Silver, did you think that this man like had a 13 point game, like shot up steroids, got extra strong and extra endurance and ability to shoot the basketball and then scored 71? But like, I'm, I'm very confused as to their random drug test logic. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense in the NBA, because if you were stronger, you know, that that um, drill you would do in basketball is you'd pass a medicine ball back and forth and then you'd pass mm-hmm. a basketball. How would you shoot if all of a sudden you were very strong? It only makes sense to test that in the in the NFL or in MLB, where you just got to yeah. knock the shit out of the fucking ball, like, or you have to knock the shit out of another player. But yeah. in the NBA, it's like, no. If if I got really strong, I would have to change the way I played. I would be heavier. I would everything would have to change and adjust. It doesn't make yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And I so I don't know anything about I'm I'm speaking out of my I know nothing about medicine but I don't mm-hmm. think it's also like super good for your joints either like I think like obviously you be. need joints in basketball and football but like in basketball everything is predicated on like we said earlier being healthy and like your body remaining kind of together like baseball taking steroids like you're probably not going to do anything over the regular course of a game that is going to like be an undue or untoward motion on your body football certainly but like in basketball like if if you're taking something that potentially like weakens your ankle or knee joints like that's actively detrimental to you not helping you right like mlb athletes like they can literally be like they can be in not peak physical condition and be like smokers and they can still be baseball mm-hmm. players it's mm-hmm. not the same in the nba it's just not the same They're all sport. like actively addicted to tobacco and just like really <laughs> Yeah, I feel like sport. they're smoking at the first at first base. I don't know. Y'all don't do know. me a favor. Y'all do me a favor when you have a chance and Google the name Daniel Vogelbach. I don't know if y'all are familiar with him. He is uh a current uh MLB player and it's just going to be all, oh. all you need to know about the, <laughs> yeah. These, oh, yeah. there are no da- there are no Daniel Vogelbachs in the NBA. They're just on. No, no. no, and they tried to make they tried to make Zion out to be one, which he was not, no. which I thought was very yeah, Zion, unfair. Zion has a forty-six inch vertical. Like <laughs> that is he. God, it's insane. He okay, Alex. I'm I mean this. Zion Williamson weighs three hundred pounds, and standing on the ground, he could jump up and land on top of your shoulders. That is so crazy that you know how tall my body is from my feet to my shoulders. I, exactly. I mean, I I figure I figure in that <laughs> no, I figure about. I think you're right. I, I was no no. I've been I've been doing discrete neck measurements of you, Alex. But <laughs> okay, okay. every I was time like, Alex and Andrew are around each uh-huh. other, he's got a little uh-huh. tape measure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just really quick. Oh, that's so amazing good. yeah see this is why we need zion mm-hmm. i mean he was like i saw him on the court and he was wearing kind of an insane jacket the other guy who's injured who's the guy who looks like a um italian mob boss um oh jose alvarado the king no 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 oh, my not God. him he was he, he's the no. little guy right yeah, yeah yeah 
he was a little guy and he was cute. I saw him, but there's a bigger <laughs> giant guy um, who oh, looks oh, like oh, oh, oh. Jonas Valanciunas. Okay, yes. oh. he was wearing a, a turtleneck similar to this, and then a brown leather jacket over it, and then slicked his hair back, and he was oh yeah, he's menacing. Mm-hmm. That good. that man uh, that man could like beat you up by just looking at you outside of a nightclub. Like you're yeah. you're walking down the street and that guy like darts you a look and you like end up thrown into like a, a pile of <laughs> trash cans or something. Some anime type shit could be going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it because that guy was like, he was not messing around with his look. So it's got a, It's a tough team you got. Two of your toughest guys are wearing street clothes, but if they could get out of those and suit up, it'd be a fun team to watch. I'd oh, be down. Nice. I might. I might know happiness. Might, oh. Who knows. <laughs> That would be so good for you. Temper your expectations. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy now. <laughs> yeah. All right, kitty cats. I think it is time to move on to some of our little unsolicities, our little unsolicited advice. This is, of course, advice that nobody asked us for, but we're going to give it anyway because we're experts now. This is like episode 21 of the season. So uh, legally, this podcast can oh drink. Think about that. <laughs> um, my first piece of unsolicited advice is Toronto Raptors. Name one woman. Oh Andrew, my God. I think uh, Alex saw it. Andrew, did you see their uh, Women History Month video? No, I did not. Go. Please tell me they didn't put a man. Please tell me they didn't put a man on there. No, they, well, it's, no, no, it's, no, no. Wait, that like, somehow wait, worse. Is, is it as bad? Wait, question. Is it as bad as Boston for Black History Month honoring Red Auerbach? <gasps> no. What? Oh, <laughs> well, on. I didn't see Let's that. Not we got to so- trade videos. Yeah, yeah, several years ago. Swap. No, what 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 do I what should I be looking up? Um, they deleted um, it. But Ashton who posted tweeted it? it. Ashton. Oh, maybe Ashton here. posted the video. Copy link. I'll text it to you right now, Andrew. Okay, please. Because <laughs> now I have your phone. Oh no, Raptors! What what it's did awesome. you do, Raptors? So the question, as Andrew watches it, the question was: Beyonce said, "Girls run the world." Why do you think that's true? Some of the responses include. Uh, girls run the world because they're the only ones who can oh, play the Yeah. Ooh, they birth everybody. All women. Oh, yeah. Oh, all women better. are queens because, or all women run the world because they are all queens. Girls run because. No. They're awesome. and so somehow good. that's the somehow that's the best answer though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them, that's them what being chose. That those three. No, I do. We we do play a game, um, and this is this ties right into it. When we're at the, we have season tickets for the Pelicans, and whenever we see like just one of the terrible like in between timeout entertainments, my first thought is, what got cut? This (laughs) this is what y'all this terrible piece of entertainment that y'all have decided on is something else was bypassed i need to know what was bypassed so i got to hear the answers that weren't i got to hear the answers that that what fred van vliet you're awfully quiet on women (laughs) yeah you'll never see it because they deleted this tweet entirely and it does not exist uh, anymore um, our friend matt ellen tuck had it open between the time that they deleted it or the between the time that they posted and deleted it, he still had it open and so he was able to play and screen record it for us thank you matt for insanity. ensuring that this uh, exists in perpetuity. Um, my next piece of uh, unsolicited is Dylan Brooks. I love the energy. If you are going to dress like that, you have to play better. He went what, like two for seven, three for seven? That's not going to cut Wait, it. Wait, did you did y'all see what they? So he was dressing like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did you see the mm-hmm. joke on him? Austin mm-hmm. three for sixteen. Austin three for sixteen. That Just was really good. Good shit. If he dresses like that and the jokes can keep coming like that, he can wear whatever he wants. But yeah. it's only in that case because yeah. that was a fucking awful outfit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I know Sierra, you were like, I'm digging I liked it. it. I was not digging it. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know how do you do you know how hard you have to brick a fit to become unsexy as an NBA player? You, yeah, that is true. You, <laughs> This is this you is are, not his first offense. Brick a fit is a really brick nice a fucking saying. fit. Thank you for that, brick Andrew. I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna incorporate that into my uh, everyday lexicon. Thank you. I can't wow. take credit for that, but I also okay. can't give credit. So 
Oh, okay. I don't well, know who so I stole it from. Works for Take me. that how you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Dylan Brooks is like consistently top five, maybe top three, maybe top worst dressed in the NBA, just like historically. <laughs> in the in the group chats, we are <laughs> we do not go so easy on him, but we come at it with a fair open mind every time. Yeah. And he just keeps disappointing us. And that was no different. Also, the, someone was like, well, Dame did it way better. Dame also did it on Halloween. Why did Dylan Brooks do it uh, yeah. in February? February fools. My, <laughs> yeah, my question was like, why? Holidays. I liked yeah, it. That, whatever. <laughs> not, not, to, not to make everything about Zion, but the, one, of, one of the largest... Um, uh, improvements for the Pelicans this season is that Zion actually got a stylist and mm, he like last last year people were clowning him because he was wearing like Naruto anime jackets which also it's like if that's what you're into wear what you're into buddy but he's got yeah. a real stylist and he 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 wears a singular hoop earring and it's extremely cool like that is cool not many huh. people pull off hoop earrings anymore and you know, like yeah. especially singular ones and yeah well Dude, Alex is awesome. doing it right now, but. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about dudes doing one. That's a whole other. Doing one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm every every bitch these days is wearing hoop earrings. Yeah, I just called myself a bitch. Yeah, I did. But I have a healthy self image. How does she month. do that? How does she balance? It is. I've <laughs> never heard of it. Um, OK, does anyone have any other unsolicities? It's fine if not. Uh, the only the only thing okay. I wrote here is. Do not open up a coffee shop production studio event space in New Orleans, Louisiana. Do mm. don't do that. It's Why? It, I have paint. I have paint everywhere. It's it's <laughs> genuinely it's so great, but we've been doing it for like four months now, and I've kind of forgotten that like oh I run a company. Oh, we're opening a coffee shop. It's just like I'm a carpenter. Mm-hmm. I'm a man who paints. I wake up every day <laughs> and I go to Home Depot. Oh, that's and so, so good. you're kind of living your but, like handyman fantasy yeah mm-hmm. i i never had this fantasy let okay. other more talented <laughs> sex sexier stronger people do this I'm, I'm i'm but i'm but a lowly podcaster please put me in a dark room this is, yeah. <laughs> andrew was never meant to see the sun like this he was never meant to get his like, mm-hmm. hands dirty this is now an open call for all the sexy construction men of new orleans to flock to the corner yeah. of magazine mm-hmm. and toledano street just set up like Big a time. dating app profile and yeah. be like looking for a strong man who can. You kind of like, need like the village people YMCA, like young men. <laughs> There's a place you can that... go, and it's <laughs> yeah. down to the corner of magazine and Toledano Street to do some manual. <laughs> There's. There's... There's a very niche. Uh, after all the hurricanes down here. Um, a very funny trend is all of like the linemen who work for like the energy or like the, the power companies down here, they will mm. all like update all of their like tender and, and dating profiles to like them working on it. Cause they're like restoring power to the whole city. And so like oh, everybody yeah. has just been like sitting in the dark, sweating. And they're like, some people are scrolling their phone is like, this is the hottest person I've ever seen. And they're restoring mm-hmm. my power right now. Oh my God. So <laughs> there's all to any, to any, any linemen of New Orleans, whenever the power goes back out, uh, inevitably, we will need you here at Toledano Street. Oh, my that's God. So that's so funny. Um, all right. Well, if that's the end of our unsolicities, you guys, it's time for everybody's second favorite game. Rose. Rose. Thorn. Thorn. Um. Okay. So I'll go first. Uh, my Rose okay. is Clay Thompson being... I love him. Uh, and also, I got to go to the Bulls game recently. Shout out to our friend Luca, who does social stuff for the Bulls. He DM'd me and was like, uh, somebody who was supposed to come to this game can't. So do you want to come to this game? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Um, so I got to go to the Bulls game, and that was fun. And it was the day they beat the Nets by 200 points. At one point, they were like up 50, Damn. and it was like, yeah, this is lit. Um, so was- oh, yeah, I remember that one. It was crazy to crazy. see in person. Turns out Pat Bev is really fun to watch in person. Um, my thorn is actually, I'm not going to choose negativity today. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm we sure I could come up road. with something, but I don't. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling all right basketball wise. So let's kind of keep it rolling. Yeah. And then my bud is I'm actually looking forward to more insane 
women's month women's history month posts the fucking raptors thing for as bad as like bad obviously objectively bad deeply funny to me oh so it, good. yes of course it is is mostly because they're the only ones because, who like, procreate why are we still asking men what they think about women like i said this in the group <laughs> i was like i don't care anymore i don't need every year to hear how someone feels about their mom or their wife just because they're an nba player like yeah we already we, <laughs> like it's fine i actually would rather hear honestly from women, i think alex you writing about your dad women's history month that you know bucking the trend <laughs> hello oh mm-hmm. you thought i was gonna talk about women no mm-hmm. no yeah um, i'm a pick but- me even during women's history month i guess <laughs> fuck but now i'm like in my work slack like we're in our work slack just text like sending random messages back and forth like all women are queens <laughs> it's thank you like good Honestly, morning thank you to the raptors women are queens because they are yeah so, I, thank I, you I don't know when it i don't know when it happened but like probably a year and a half ago i just started on like ironically calling people like king and queen as like thank you king and now it my brain is broken past the point of I do it very, very unironically now. And so that no, it's great. No, I texted starts, you right? today. I text Andrew for like mm-hmm. the first time ever. I was like, Andrew, here's the doc we're doing. He's like, thank you, queen. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yep. All women are queens. All women are because queens because they are. Because they procreate because they and they birth or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Yowzers. my rosebud thorn. Miss Alex, would you like to go next? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, my rose is that Damian Lillard is killing this shit lately. And I think I wrote and wiping his butt with the rest of the NBA. Um, Not exactly, but like his individual performances are, um, which leads me to my thorn. (laughs) Um, Even though Dame (laughs) is doing that, we're still losing games. And I'm sitting here like, what the effing fuck is going on? Um, But you know what? That's what the fuck is going on. And I was actually not looking forward to the post-All-Star break because I knew I was going to have to start caring about our record and our wins. First half of the season, I'm like, fucking chilling. Like, let's go to a bar. Let's watch the game. Maybe I don't watch the game. I don't know what's going on. Now I have to pay attention. So that is partially the thorn. Um, okay. Because I don't, I don't, it feels like another job. Um, mm. My bud, when it comes to basketball... My bud, my bud, my bud. Um, you know, I think it's that I have just a healthier outlook on the sport and my relationship with it in general. So I mm-hmm. foresee this season going well, sort of no matter what happens. Oh my God, if that's not what happens, please clip this out and use okay. it against me um, because that's just really good stuff. But I just feel like whatever happens with the Blazers, I'm I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So my bud is that I have I have um, meditated and journaled myself into a healthy place where I can be a good basketball fan regardless of the outcome. Does that make any sense? I love that for you, Alex. Yeah, I really like that, actually. Thank you so so much. You're so welcome, Alex. I'm really proud of you for the work you've done. This is the sound of my hoop earrings. We got got hoop earring ASMR, Zion. You hear that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zion, come on the pod. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. All right, Andrew, your rose thorn and bud. Okay. Um, mine sticking with my uh, New Orleans centric theme. Um, my rose is my sweet New Orleans Pelicans when they are healthy because they're mm-hmm. a great basketball team. My thorn is when they are not healthy, which is all the time. Um, and my bud is the opposite of Alex's. In fact, it is the sweet release of death, baby, because I. <laughs> don't have a healthy relationship with basketball or this team and i can't figure it out because like <laughs> even i've i've done like we were playing so we lost to the raptors and then we got killed by the knicks and then we played the magic at home on this was on mon this monday and i was like i'm not going to the game i'm giving my tickets away i'm not even going to watch it my girlfriend mm-hmm. and i are she's never seen the movie i love you man we're going to watch i love you man and okay. I was like, 
this is going to be great. I'm practicing self-care. I don't have to worry about this thing. I'm fucking on my phone. I'll put my phone away for 30. I like, I'm going to need to be mentally reset. Like there's not <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if the phone's in another room, because if I look at, I'm like, like, and I also sign this weird morality to it where it's like, well, if I don't look at it or don't think about the game, then I'm a good person. And therefore, they God rewards, the God I don't believe in rewards good people. <laughs> and he will reward me by giving, making the Pelicans 31 and 32. That's what I need. And mm -hmm. so I just, yeah. I need death to come for me because I can't be saved from, from this team mm -hmm. or basketball. Okay. That's the bargaining stage. The bargaining yeah. stage, mm -hmm. please, God, what do I have to do? I'll put my phone away for 20 minutes during this movie mm -hmm. if you just let the Pelicans win a fucking game. I do it way too often. And so it it really is, like, it's, it's genuinely, I'm so glad that my girlfriend loves me because it is such an embarrassing state to be in about, like, mm -hmm. I, other sports seem, there's something about basketball where, like, you get constantly so angry about the pace of play. Like, at least soccer, it's kind of this, like, I feel queasy the entire game or football mm -hmm. where it's like, there aren't that many scores. And so like, I'm kind of uneasy and then there's a big, whoa, or something basketball. It's like, I'm It's like they score and then a stop. And then, a, and so it's like, there are so many more opportunities. It feels like to get angry at yourself and like your surroundings mm -hmm. within sort of a normal basketball game, because so many points happen. And I, mm -hmm. maybe I got to find a different sport. So many games, oh, yeah. so many points, so many so games, many so many meetings, mm -hmm. like the, you know, they play mm -hmm. each other three times or whatever it is. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's a good Tell and a bad gun. thing for sure. Yeah. Y'all yeah. heard that. Have y'all heard the Daryl the Morey, like his proposal for the NBA scheduling moving forward? No. I, I really know. like it. It's, it's where you, they, they adjusted to 60 games. So you play all other 29 teams twice and then you have like two rivalry teams or whatever. And so you play those teams three times. And then what his big thing is, is making it like foot. The NFL owns a day of the week. Like shit just doesn't happen mm -hmm. because on Sundays and football season, it's happening. And so play every like Wednesday and Saturday. And so like you can build every, like you can not have your entire world sort of like carterized by one sport. It's like, okay, Wednesday and Saturday, all the teams are playing as opposed mm -hmm. to every day. So that's, that's what I want. I, I think like I could that. develop a more healthy relationship if it were only on two days a week. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, Andrew, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug? We already dropped the address of your business a hundred times, but if there's anything else you want to plug, <laughs> yeah, I... this is the time for it. Yeah, if someone wants to get to 1042 Toledano Street and beat me with a hammer, um, I think that that would... <laughs> <laughs> me and really my homies sort of... would have gone to uh toledano and magazine and beat andrew with hammers i know that beat much. andrew yeah. with hammers yes that yeah. make just, sure you have your you terrorism know, insurance first <laughs> well, oh wait maybe maybe wait, that could be the fraud. thing oh yeah no maybe that could be the thing fraud. yeah somebody come i'll get a i'll get a good policy someone come do terrorism on me i'll make sure that y'all are contracted in <laughs> the payout it'd be great <laughs> Someone please come do terrorism on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. boy. This is good stuff. The helpless I'll do it, but let's just delete hand. this last part. Yeah, we'll cut this. Okay, okay. Cool. cool. All right, we'll okay. cut it now. Flagrant Pod is brought to you by the same all-star squad that makes Flagrant Mag. The theme music for Helpside was created by Alan Lucas. For more flagrant content, head to flagrantmag.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, read our monthly blog, or join our Patreon to support current and future projects. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review. And if you don't, keep it to yourself. And as always, stay flagrant.